Welcome to Tea with Leah V. And I have my guest with me, Kayla, aka K Breezy, aka Y2 K. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to get into the tea, girl. Yes, girl. I'm so ready. And let's talk about this fit right quick. So we have the Elton John shades on uh, coming through. We yes. love to see it. Uh, she in. <laughs> Damn. Hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored. Not sponsored at all. <laughs> so, um, Tea with Leah V has no rhyme or reason, honey. It's just friends talking shit, and you're indirectly invited. Uh, today's episode is about our favorite topic, fake-ass influencers and performative brand inclusion. Boom. Um, <laughs> so before I get started, I want to um, talk about Kay for a sec. So Kay, uh, tell us what you do without adding the information that will get us banned. Uh, <laughs> tell us what you do. Yes, 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 yes. So I am a journalist. And I have a master's degree in journalism from Syracuse University. Okay, come on, master's. Hey. Come on, graduate and, degree. Um, I've written for many publications from the Today Show to Nylon to Fashionista. And um, I'm currently a shopping editor. If you want to know where, you can look me up. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want no problems. I don't want no but, problems. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so my full time career is a journalist. And then I've also been a blogger and a content creator for about nine years. Oh my so, girl. Crazy. That's a long ass time. <laughs> So basically, I just write and make content all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. So it's so funny uh, when me and Newly were doing uh, our episode. I totally forgot to tell people who I was. <laughs> so a Newly did it twice, and I didn't. I didn't catch on until the second episode. I was like, she was like, yeah, this is Dal Art a Newly. This is what I do, and I'm like. Damn, I didn't give no introduction at all. I'm just like on this bitch, just talking, and no one knows who I am. Oh, so girl. it's fine. I mean, if they don't, I'm. I, I told them I'm a former influencer and a former model, so I don't really be doing shit. Not former, uh, former. I don't. I don't fuck with none of this. None of this stuff anymore. Uh, but yeah, so they know Leah V already. I mean, if you, if you know, know you know. If, if you, you know, know, you know. If you know, you motherfucking know. Okay, so let's get into this topic, which I'm so excited to talk to you about. Specifically, because you've been in the industry for as long as I have, and you are still like active, right? And Mm. and you just went to a show. (laughs) Yes, you just went to a show and stuff like that, and and you you are in it, you know. And I'm I'm more a little bit out of it. I'm trying to switch uh, careers or pivot, as we say. Pivot. Uh, So I'm so excited to talk about this, and I'm so excited to get shady with you because I'm gonna drop names. You probably (laughs) because she's. Because she's in it still, I don't know if she wants to drop names, but I'm gonna I'm gonna always encourage her to encourage her to drop names and be shady because I'm a shady bitch and I want shady bitches around me. So uh, I might be doing a little spicy. I mean, I mean, hey, 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 it is what it is at this point. It is tea with Leah V. I mean, oh, that, <laughs> that is the title. <laughs> okay, so let's just get into it. So, Kayla, Y2K, uh, do fake plus size influencers models? exist in the industry? Oh, this is basically a rhetorical question because, <laughs> yes. <laughs> How so? <laughs> yes. And the thing is, is fake influencers and uh, uh, performative people exist in all different areas of social media mm-hmm. and, you know, and media in general. But the plus size community 
is interesting because, uh, you know, it went through this whole, like, uh, body positive movement, mm-hmm. I guess, um, in the late 2000s, like, whatever time frame we're in right now. Um, and then it had a lot of ups and then dramatic downs. <laughs> <laughs> Not dramatic downs. <laughs> and I feel like um, when it was on the rise, there was just so many people wanting to kind of jump on the bandwagon, which... The idea of like the plus size community is that it's inclusive and mm-hmm. that we're like yelling for things that we don't get to have that straight size people just do, mm-hmm. you know, whether it be like literally just our size and cute clothes and in normal stores. <laughs> That's so, actually so, Yeah, it's like fat bitches need wow. to be naked, clearly. Yeah, exactly. Just be new. Exactly. I think that's how we change the industry. It, we it, just Yes. We just stop wearing clothes. Strip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. So uh, I just feel like everyone kind of wanted to jump in on that. So, I mean, you have people who are basically straight size, like nope. like jumping into the body positive movement and making it something that it's really not. And then you also have, you know, as we've seen, um, kind of uh, less enthusiasm for the plus size community mm-hmm. in the last couple of years. Yep. Um, you've also seen plus size influencers who are kind of like backtracking on their, um, on what they supposedly stood for um i mean i'm not against anyone losing weight or anyone like you know working out and being healthy but i do feel like there's been so many plus size models who like maybe are ogs that are all of a sudden all about like weight loss and yeah um, that we're gonna get into that in the yes. next episode for sure we're gonna get more or deep into that topic because that needs its own yes own it's, thing. it's truly uh because that's that's a big discussion which i think will be a great conversation as well uh, yes. uh Okay, so Kay, uh, Kay's answer is that there are fake yes, influencers. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> answer is and, yes. And, <laughs> and conclusion. <laughs> so she's an Aquarius. I'm a Leo. I'm very <laughs> so I'm very uh, rigid in my <laughs> like I'm very like this. And Kay is like <laughs> she just dances. <laughs> yes. Kind of like straight to the point. Correct. Um, and so yeah, so um, I'm gonna answer the same question. <laughs> So, yeah, so uh, there are a shit ton of fake-ass, motherfucking, bitch-ass influencers and plus-size models. I've been on set with many of them. If you want to see any of my campaigns, you will see who I'm next to. (laughs) 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 You know, and I'm not going to, like, I don't know uh, right now if I'm going to drop any names, but I will say that your faves, I will say that the ones who are in a lot of campaigns um, are just not welcoming. Um, I remember when I first came onto the scene back in 2014, um, when I didn't have shit, I was a nobody, a little blogger bitch from uh, Tumblr almost, you know, like back in the day day, day when we were bloggers, not influencers. And yeah, like I came onto the scene hoping that um, I would be accepted because I was, mind you, I was like the first like plus size black Muslim mm-hmm. uh, to even hit the scene as a, as a blogger. There was literally Her. nobody else but me. Mm-hmm. And so you would think that because I, I was coming from Detroit, I was coming from um, body dysmorphia and coming from eating disorders, and I thought I finally found a community of women who were fat and understood what it meant to be fat in America and fat just in the world. I thought that that would mean camaraderie, and I thought right. that would mean community. Honey, when I tell you, ooh, 
it's the clicks for me. I went to events and was literally looked up and down like I was in shit. Yeah. Mind you, I was not taking anyone's gigs. I didn't have any agents. I just literally walked onto the scene as like a semi-confident or confident blogger trying to fit in and trying mm-hmm. to show like, okay, I'm fat, I'm here. You guys inspire me. And these are people that I follow for years mm-hmm. that inspire me greatly who were looking me up and down like I was in shit. Uh, and the people who know, know. Um, and it was just very off-putting, but I still thought, cause I was, I was a wee little baby. I thought that I can make a difference and make them kind of like me. So what I did was I started reaching out to different, your faves. I started reaching out to influencers that have been in the industry for a long time and I would get the cold shoulder. I think, um, only yeah. a couple, um, well, some of them were like, yeah, let's meet up. And they'd be like ghost or you'll get the ones who will look at your message, read it and never respond and i'm like wow this is what we're doing like you think because you got like a couple thousand followers you're better than somebody right uh and so that was disgusting to me and again like i thought maybe you know they were busy or something like that i was i wasn't chalking it up to these clicks Mm -hmm. these plus size influencer clicks uh that exist and still exist to this day um and so yeah i've met a lot of fake bitches on set um who like they'll like your stuff and you probably got this too they'll be liking your pictures be like yes girl yes queen but at an event it's crickets yeah they'd be like wow yeah. really bitch yeah. we're besties online yes. bitch yes. like they'll literally act like they don't know you in person. literally like literally oh my god i want to tell a story i know you had a story about that but i want to tell why yeah. like really yes, quick so there's please. one yeah. girl so I'm just gonna be a little messy. I ain't gonna say no na- I'm not gonna say no days. I'm not gonna say no days. But I gotta be a little messy. I actually really don't give a fuck because <laughs> they don't pay my fucking bills. True. And I really don't give True. a fuck because I've been ostracized anyways. I really don't give mm-hmm. a fuck. But mm-hmm. yeah, a certain person uh, who was over uh, CurvyCon. Mm-hmm. Uh, deduct. Deduct. <laughs> deduct the reasoning. Deduct the reasoning, <laughs> baby. This girl, person, woman, uh, we were at an event in New York City, and I had kind of just moved here, so I didn't have no money, again, Mm -hmm. (laughs) just trying to get free drinks and free food. Right. And, you know, just meet people. And she, mind you, I'm the only plus-size Muslim model who's American. Literally the only one. There, there. Now there's a couple girls now after me. But during this time, literally I was the only one. So you had to know Leah V in the plus size industry. You literally had to. You you can't say you do, you didn't. Like literally. Yeah. I was the only one. And so I went to the event and I'm just like mingling, da-da, talking to people. And she taps you on the shoulder. She's like, do I know you? I was like, this motherfucking bitch. This mother. Mind you, we're both from Detroit. So, you know, we're a little ghetto. <laughs> We're educated ratchet. Yeah, I said this bitch got me fucked up. I didn't say that though, cause I'm at an event, so I didn't say that. But I'm like, how are you gonna sit there, girl? Are you kidding girl. me? You literally, you what? You featured me on your on your. Okay, cool, cool, cool. We, we, is that the game we're playing? Cool, cool, cool. So I played the fucking game with her, but I'm like, shit like that is just like not fucking okay. If bitch, if you really don't know me, that's fine. But if you do know me, not this. <laughs> do I know you? Like, yeah, bitch, fuck uh-uh. off. Like, it's so it's. It's unnecessary. Uh, mind you, Leah was invited to CurvyCon as an influencer. Like, invited. Girl, that's a whole other story I'll tell later. I'll keep I that know, one to myself for now. Anyways, uh, yes. um, so about yours. Like, have you ever been oh, to an yes. event where someone was like, do I know you? Yes, yes. I will say, this person wasn't specifically a plus-size model. They're, they're, like, curvy, but I wouldn't say they consider themselves plus-size. And I mean, nor are they. But anywho... I've ran into this person who is an influencer and also a journalist multiple times at many events. I've been attending events in New York City for years, and 
and I went up to her to be friendly because again we have met and we have seen each other at many events so I went up to her I am a pretty bubbly friendly person and um the girl just gave me a blank face all I said was hey how are you and I addressed her by her name and um and she was confused I was like you know we met at like the another event which was literally I kid you on that like a week or two prior and uh we had met at New York Fashion Week and she was just like oh uh well nice to nice to meet you again (laughs) (laughs) oh no this white bitch (laughs) did Hey, never trust a white bitch. Never trust a white never bitch. Never trust a white so, bitch under any circumstance. No, no. I was just like, girl. Bitch. And yeah. like, Kay like, has, I think, a distinctive look. Like, she wears sneakers. It's a lot of streetwear style. Like, you can tell Kay, like, you know, because the way she dresses. Yes. So, like, come on now. Yes. And I'm sure this bitch was basic as fuck. Yeah, oh, so basic. But you had the audacity to know Miho. Right. Anyway, you should have been like, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hit it right next, smash her right in her head. Smash her right in her fucking head. Yeah, so since then I've seen her and I clearly, I do not even speak to her. I do not look at her. She tried it. I'm like, oh. Oh! <laughs> I don't see nothing. Uh, I don't see nothing. Yes, yes. But, uh, Leah, now I have to ask you, is there a certain plus-size person who capitalizes off of the plus-size body positive movement? Ooh. Uh, you tried it. Okay. You tried I tried to leave you. It was. It's, it's, I heard a little. It was very little, faint. Yeah, it was a little baby tongue, tongue, tongue pop. <laughs> it was a hint. Okay, hint of a tongue pop. You tried. Uh, yeah. So there's definitely a certain body that capitalizes, mm-hmm. uh, you know, off the body positive movement. I think that. Well, I, I want to say like historically. Let's get into like just a quick little history lesson mm-hmm. on body positivity. Body positivity was uh, created by dark skin, queer, uh, fat. Uh, individuals and activists, right? That's where it started from. Lots of movements, historically, are started from people of color, mm-hmm. uh, really focus specifically black women, honestly. Black women who are put outside of the beauty standard, right? Mm-hmm. The, the Eurocentric beauty standard. And so a lot of these movements that have been hijacked by companies and capitalism and white people uh, and uh, no, no offense, uh, lighter skinned people, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, privileged people mm-hmm. uh, like to steal and capitalize off situations. And so, specifically for the body positive movement, and it, it didn't start out the way you see it now. Like, if you look up the hashtag now for body positive, you'll see a lot of white women doing yoga, yep. a lot of fitness people, a lot of people trying to disguise body positive uh, as weight loss mm-hmm. um, or dieting. Uh, you see people, uh, small fats, or uh, honestly, straight sides, people trying to be fat. Yes. Uh, creating double chins, creating uh, like like look at my stretch marks, bitch. Grabbing side. their skin. Yes, like. grabbing skin. Literally, I'm not. Literally, we're not lying when we say like bitches are literally grabbing skin and be like, oh my god, I'm so fat. I'm so. Insecure. Oh my god, I'm so. And I was like, oh my god, babe, I'm insecure too, babe. Like, uh, I'm like, fuck you, skinny bitch. Like, <laughs> what what Nikki say? Fuck <laughs> the skinny bitches in the club. As as Nikki is skinny herself, well right. not no more. She right. will, but, she a little chubby you know, now, but when know. she did the song, she was skinny. She was skinny. Anyway. But it's just like, girl. But yeah, so I, I want to set that set, set that up first mm-hmm. and before I answer this question. And so, yeah, so basically, um, as we see now, and you can, you know, testify to this, mm-hmm. uh, but the, the bodies that are included in the everybody campaigns are usually, um, you know, they're usually mixed uh, or they're white uh, on the, on the mm-hmm. fair skin um, certain type of hair, they have no double chin, 
uh, really no underarm fat. They are usually tall, uh, proportionate, small waist, mm -hmm. uh, not a lot of hip. Uh, basically, I like to call them uh, straight size people parading as uh, fat people. <laughs> Period. L yeah. Literally, like that. that like yeah. that is the acceptable body positive. Those are the bodies that we want. That everybody wants to uh, promote, right? Mm -hmm. You get a super fat someone who's over a size four X, a dark skin person, even models with locks and natural hair are um, discriminated against because they don't fit into that mold. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, this is what we've seen. And if you look on your popular websites like uh, Boohoo and um, what's the other one? Pretty Little Thing. Pretty Little Thing, mm -hmm. um, uh, Forever 21, yep, yep. Uh, even Eloquy. Eloquent. And my favorite, Torrid. <laughs> Which we'll get in on the last question because everybody is dying to know yes. what I think about Torrid. And I'm going to give yes. you the tea, honey. But yes, um, so what about you? Do, you? do you think there's a certain type of body type uh, that is celebrated or capitalizes um, off the body positive movement? Oh, absolutely. And uh, just to pretty much echo everything you said, you really never are seeing like double chins. Um, a lot of plus size influencers even have flat stomachs. Yep. And um, this is the first time I'll name drop. Uh, but Ashley Graham, who everyone knows and loves as the I don't know her. <laughs> I have I have no fucking idea who that is. I have as the epitome no of body positivity. <laughs> um, I will say, like I, you know, because there were so few people to look up to, I was uh, very much, you know, like following her early in her career. And this isn't even negative towards her. It's just the fact that like. People have used her over and over and over again. And I even read her book and she acknowledges the fact that she knows she has a flat stomach as a curvy woman. And so that fact alone, she's white. She has a flat stomach. She has a, you know, a nice little jawline. Mm -hmm. Like she is. Gotta have that square jawline. Got to. Got you gotta to. have that square jawline. Got to. <laughs> got to. Um, so it's just like all those factors. Like she literally is the epitome of what we see as a plus size model, as a successful one. The I'm sure I don't know this for sure, but I'm I would be very confused if she was not the highest paid plus size oh, no, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100% the highest. Uh, so highest, it's yeah. just like that is alone the top tier example of mm -hmm. what we mean. And uh, you see that, you know, with the other same exact models that are literally copy and pasted on all the sites we just said. copy paste. Yeah, literally. Damn. <laughs> literally. They all have a flatter stomach, square jawline. Uh, you know, like you said, not even like this, this fat right here, my armpit. No, she don't have like, none, none of that in between fat of yes, the arm and the, no. and the, and the titty. Yeah, they don't have yeah, that, yeah, that no. arm titty fat. No, let me tell you, I got all of those things. And like, even, um, me as someone who has like more of hourglass shape, like there's obviously privilege with that. But like, mm -hmm. I, you know, I've had people be like, oh, you should model mostly just because I do like, uh, like user generated content type things. And I'm just like, they would not want me. I'm sure I have a double chin. <laughs> I, have, I have fat between my tits and my arms. <laughs> and I do not have a flat stomach. I have a fupa. Yep. So it's just like, you know, it's it's really amazing. Like, I won't get too much into this, but it's really amazing the work that you've been able to even do in this in the modeling Thank industry. You. Because you, when I tell y'all, you do not see it. You do not see it at yeah. all. <laughs> and it's, it's just, and it's really, I think, and we talked about this a million times, not to go, like, too much in to like the backstory of my modeling stuff like that but thank you for the flowers of course. um because like you when i was in campaigns like i did a fitbit campaign got flewed out 
first class to do a Fitbit campaign, like was like specially chosen for mm-hmm. this role. Uh, and I was like the first hijabi on a fucking national campaign uh, on a surfboard uh, to do like the old Navy campaign that was like plastered over New York City and also on a billboard. Yes to doing like billboards and stuff and commercials with Torrid, uh, you've never seen anybody like, and I'm, when I tell you I'm the shortest model on set, I'm literally the shortest and fattest model on set for the most part. Um, and so that really fucked with my self-confidence, mm-hmm. but also like I, I was proud to be a part of uh, that, you know, mm-hmm. as someone who mm-hmm. like, we're like the same height basically. Mm-hmm. And just to see and to show that you can be a fat black Muslim and a fat black person with a double chin and you know arms and all this mm-hmm. like bat wings and shit uh, and and sell you like up the up the fucking ass yeah. like to to be in, in in campaigns and show my work is was fulfilling and amazing uh, and to understand know that in the last two years we've fucking backtracked which, which we'll talk about in another episode mm-hmm. uh, to understand how far we've backtracked is disrespectful it's hurtful. Um, but I know hopefully that the new girlies are going to pave the way and I hope that they tear this fucking industry apart because it needs yes. to be torn apart because it is super trash. Um, so that segues into the other question. Um, so there are basically, we're talking about these copy and paste models, yes. the boohoo models, the, um, fashion Nova, uh, mm-hmm. baddies and stuff with mm-hmm. like, uh, bodies that look like Bratz dolls and Barbies and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, mimicking the Kim K uh, and people exactly. like that. So um, so there are models that are who are like basically picked for every campaign because you told me like when you were doing some of your work that you would see like uh, a certain model like in every, every single campaign. Yeah. Um, so this basically leads into a monopoly, right? Where other newer plus size models can't get into the game because they keep picking the same copy and paste plus size model. So, uh, which also leads to unrealistic body standards. So mm-hmm. what is what are your mm-hmm. thoughts on that? Yeah, so as I mentioned earlier, I'm a shopping journalist. So I write about products all the time and I'm consistently, like obviously as a plus size person, I'm consistently making sure that anytime I write about clothing that I'm including, retailers that have you know plus sizes and so when I am on these sites all the time whether I'm shopping or doing it for work I am literally seeing the same couple models on each and every site which means yes there is not room for other people other plus size models to get opportunities um they're just hiring the same couple models Mm -hmm. and again let's be honest like you see tons and tons and tons of straight size models to the point where like you probably would not recognize them like you know mm. there's just so many and the plus size models though you start to recognize them because they're the same ones on every site and like again as an example this is not shade towards her it's just true like tabria you will see her on every plus size site and she's beautiful of course but like Flat stomach, square jaw, like, like literally, <laughs> literally everything copy I just and paste said. For the other models, yes. yeah. it's like you will see these, and you know, I'm I'm glad that she's a woman of color, but at the same time, like you're still seeing these same exact features. You know, you're not seeing a lot of uh, actual different body shapes. So when mm-hmm. I say that, you know, it's not just hourglasses. Like there's apple figures, yep. there's uh, heavy top, rounder bottoms, yep. there's flat booties yep. there's you know no there's hips. no hips hip the hip dips there's big stomachs out there like there's so many different bodies and it's like if we wanted to be truly inclusive mm-hmm. you would think we would have more than just one singular type of plus size body on girl. all of these sites i'll be taking a nap on these hoes oh girl. girl a nap on these hoes because like it's just like it's so irritating like i 
have uh, just basically unfollowed a lot of the plus size brands. I I have unfollowed a lot of the plus size models and influencers. Cause like, I'm just like, I, I just don't get it. I don't understand it. And it's just like, when it comes to um, unrealistic body standards, like, cause like you said, like there's so many different kinds of body types, body shapes that need to be respected. Um, and it's really interesting cause in different countries, different, different body types are respected and loved. And then you come to the ones who are more hyper-focused on the Eurocentric body standards. Mm-hmm. That's when it starts to change towards this, oh, you have to be like light skin mixed or white mm-hmm. to, to be at this beauty standard. And like, it really, like, I don't think people understand like how, how, much it hurts the community to only see a cookie cutter copy and paste plus size model on the runway um in in toothpaste ads and just billboards and magazines because the media is like i mean this is how this is how the the world runs on consumerism capitalism and and all these things and like the images you see fucking matter Uh and i will always tell people that because when you see a motherfucker who looks like you in an ad you just feel like oh my god like when people see me like when i first got the target uh campaign the target billboard where my whole ass fat ass muslim ass body was like plastered in target for everyone to see there was children and little muslim girls and little Mm -hmm. black girls and just um just white women who were just like oh my god like and they would take pictures with my picture even to this day and this was like 2020 right yeah uh, and the pictures like still up i know they're gonna keep it up for this long uh but oh yeah like, i see people, them <laughs> yeah like people go to target and they see me they're like wow like this is true inclusivity mm-hmm. like this is what it looks like and it just like warms my heart to know that um I've been able to contribute that to the industry. I don't know if I can contribute it anymore, uh, but to, but but to lead the you know lead the path and stuff mm-hmm. for that and like I, I'll just never stop telling people that unrealistic beauty standards actually hurt really bad. It it hurts like seriously like not like going to and also like the fit too. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm going to buy something from Eloquate and they're using size fucking ten models, <clears throat> also toured. Uh, using size 10 models, but you go up to a fucking 4X, mm-hmm. that's not going to fit the fucking same on no. somebody who's 5'8 and a size fucking 10. And let's not talk about padding. That's a whole Ooh. other different fucking situation where I've had literally straight size models. I'm sorry, plus size models who are <laughs> who look straight size, mm-hmm. yes, <laughs> who are yes. uh, <laughs> straight size people and fat people clothing. Um, they literally told me that on some sets they've been padded. So instead of, instead of fucking getting a plus size model, you choose to pad a bitch. That's wild. Make it make sense. Wild. And make like, it make sense. And the fact that, like, I, again, I don't know if the statistic is slightly outdated, but I hear all the time that the average, uh, average body size in America is like a size 16. So you're telling me. You cannot find. No, ma'am. There there's, there's no. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, fat yeah. bitches. Fuck you, fat bitches. Right. They don't bitches don't exist. No, we're we're gonna pad borderline straight yes. size models. Yes. Um, to make them look curvier instead yes. of paying yes. a plus size model. No, because yes. fat bitches shouldn't Perfect make money. Sense. We shouldn't make money. No. We shouldn't get uh, proper medical care. Yes. Uh, and we should not wear clothes. No. So, so we're going to be naked. Yep. Um, not get proper medical care. Yep. Sickly. Yep. Sickly. No clothing. Sickly naked. and naked. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's the world that they want to sell to you. Yes. But then you have fat bitches like me and you mm-hmm. who don't give a fuck. And that's on period. Because people always hype a fat bitch up. Oh, period. <laughs> <laughs> Baby. So anybody who's listening to this who's like, damn, like I'm plus size, like, you know, I, I'm always fighting against the system. Best believe, baby, it gets better. Okay. Trust me. Because we've mm-hmm. both been through some shit and still going through some shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. But we always step out 
always look good and we always hype each other the fuck up because like who else is going to do it but us exactly exactly and just a little quick side note when you don't have as many clothing options like we can't even find designer like you know if we wanted to actually wear designer like they don't make our sizes so Mm -hmm. we have to put in so much more work to look better (laughs) than straight size people at many of these events and in these many of these spaces girl so so this is this is what i hate this is also like a side a side note because you just brought that shit up so I really, so, you know, I have a, a platform or whatever. And so the, the worst thing that a skinny, I'm sorry, a straight size person, <laughs> a straight size bitch, uh, can, like, says to me, it's like, oh, wow, like, you have so many clothes, clothing options. I wish I was your size so I can dress like you. Ooh. Bitch. <laughs> uh, see you later. <laughs> we, we, we head Let's head out. Let's head out. Because how fucking dare you, bitch? That's you can wild. go to any fucking store literally in the world and buy clothing and you say you wish you were like me because you want to wear the clothes i wear bitch you know how many stores i have to go to to find a fucking outfit like i can't even shop last minute because people don't have my fucking size go fuck yourself like honestly i'm sorry fuck you (laughs) literally because like why would you even like this is what i'm trying to say be an advocate and this is for like all the marginalized statuses Mm -hmm. be be an advocate without overstepping or centering your fucking self that actually yep. can be another episode. Yeah, put when that on a center, t-shirt. Oh, <laughs> t-shirt. That's a Detroit shirt right there. Put that shit on a t-shirt. That, that's some that's some Detroit shit right there. Everything in Detroit goes on a t-shirt. Yep. Period. Everything. Like funerals, weddings, yep, yep. baby showers, everything goes on a t-shirt. Yep. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I want to make an episode about centering and how you should not fucking do it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say I, that. I, I that was like my little my little tangent. No, 100%. Um, So circling back to something we touched on a little bit, but these unfriendly clicks at uh, plus size or quote unquote inclusive events. (laughs) So uh, (laughs) so tell me a little bit more about these clicks. (laughs) These niggas is petty. (laughs) Yeah, so... um, well, I think I was supposed to ask you that, but I was answering. I was happy to answer it. But yeah, was it? Oh, no, no, it was me. Sorry. (laughs) Fucked up my own notes. Okay. Um, yeah. So yeah, circling back because we're we're petty. And I thought that this was interesting to say. So when I tell like straight sides people uh, about how feisty and how sassy and how un- unrealistically and ridiculously catty plus size spaces are. So first of all, I want to say something. I've been like all over the world and met different plus size groups. Mm-hmm. Like anytime I travel internationally or nationally, I always reach out to influencers. I like to collect data. Like that's how I've been so successful in my in my job and work. It's because like I like to shut the fuck up and collect data. I love because it. this helps me figure out like how I'm going to move you know, in my business, in my scaling, right? So I've been to Paris and met the plus size people there. I've been to London and met the plus size people there, the plus size influencers and models there. When I go to LA, I do the same thing. So I'm asking questions. I'm not mm-hmm. like intrusive. I'm a messy bitch, but I'm not a messy bitch, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, you're also very, like, you can be very professional when yeah. you need to be. Yeah, like, I'm asking yeah. questions. I want to yeah. know, like, you know, what's what's the climate here? That, yes. That's how I started off. Yeah. What's the climate here? You know, my Caucasian, uh, Miss Susan. <laughs> uh, what's the climate look like here? And so I, I asked them that. And so there's this whole thing that, I think I told you this before. I learned in London that there's an influence, a plus-size influencer uh, versus plus-size model beef. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and so the plus size influencers versus the plus size models, it's a very it's separatism happening there, interesting. right? Because they are on 
are on each other's turf or something. And it happens here too. We just it just That's like, true. you know, it's like yeah. the plus size, the 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 top tier runway plus size models versus the 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 bloggers who the OG bloggers who've been like mm. 15 plus years in the game and the the new TikTok uh plus size influencers and then you have the small fats and the super plus and that and the true active fat activists. Like it's all like we're just kind of fighting each other. But yeah, there's a couple uh that are coming to mind that there are some blogger clicks like there are some in LA. Mm-hmm. Uh, or influencer clicks. I keep saying blogger. Yeah. Influencer yeah. clicks. We're, we're not influencer. <laughs> we're we're elderly. Uh, there's some in LA that some people just like don't fuck other people, mm-hmm. or like you go speak to one influencer and you're like, oh, like I met this, I I visited this person, and they'd be like, mm, I don't like that bitch. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, why are you? Or this bitch did this uh, at at, a, uh, at an event, or this bitch looked at me wrong, or she stole my gig, and so it was a lot, or just like nothing at all. It's just. Someone said some shit about another influencer and now their click don't like that click. And it's just like, I, I prided myself in never being in a blogger or an influencer click. Mm-hmm. Like, I've always hopped around because, like, I don't want to be known for just fucking with certain people in the industry. Mm-hmm. I fuck with everybody or I fuck with nobody at all. And, like, you already know. Like, I, I, I do not care about your fucking followers. I do not give a fuck about who you know, what gigs you have. Like, you, you got the Dove thing. Great. Love it. You got the Shea Moisture thing. Great. Love it. I have never built or reached out to influencers or models based on their following. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm going to learn from you because, like, if you're successful in the industry, I want to yeah, learn yeah. from you. But I was like, I've reached out to people with 5,000, 2,000 followers and, like, have been the coolest motherfuckers ever. Like, I do want to end with the people with the less followers are the coolest motherfuckers ever. Bro. Like, literally, when I tell yes. you I've met some, like, cool-ass motherfuckers, I'm like, damn, you, why aren't you fucking popping? Because yes. you're a cool-ass bitch. And then you see a bitch with a million, uh, quarter million, half a million, da-da-da, mm-hmm. fucking the lamest motherfuckers you'll ever meet. At the events, like, y'all? Not saying shit. <laughs> Looking dumb to the motherfucker. I'm like, bitch, like you are yeah. all this on your podcast and all this yeah. on your campaign. And the person literally that. Literally on their phone the entire and I'm like, bitch, yep. what's the point of coming to an influencer event if you're not gonna fucking mingle? Exactly. That's all literally the point of these events. Girl. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm so glad you brought that up because that reminds me how, again, I so I've been in New York, I've been living in New York City for almost six years, and I've been a journalist the entire time. So I've been to different events, not all like specifically plus size events, but I've been to many brand events, some, you know, more inclusive than others. And it's wild because I met Leah V like maybe three years ago. Is that how, about how long you've been in? Um, well, I've been in the city for four years. I think I met so, you, like, the first year I was okay, here. Okay, okay. So, between three and four years. Um, so, that means that, like, for the few years before that, when I tell you I didn't make any plus-size influencer friends before mm-hmm. Leah. And so, a little bit of background on me. I have less than 10,000 followers. And I've been creating content forever. But, like, you know, for whatever reason, I have The not, algorithm is racist. Yes, the algorithm is racist. And they're fatphobic. Uh, and fatphobic. <laughs> um, you know, for whatever reason, I have not gone viral or taken off or whatever. And I, you know, I really try to have a very organic growth. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, I can personally attest to the fact that Leah never cared how many followers I had. She was like, oh, I like the way she dresses. You know, I like, you know, our vibes match. Yeah. We have fun together. And she became my first, like, real influencer friend where we could... I know you're not a you know, former influencer, but... Uh, <laughs> former influencer for the record. <laughs> but she became my first 
you know, creator friend in the plus size industry. And it's wild because, again, like, I've been doing this for years, but I was so ignored. And I really mm-hmm. feel like most of it was based off my following. Like, yep. I really, truly feel like I was just going to events and no one was really paying me any attention. Yep. And I really, I've been to New York Fashion Week. You know, I've been yeah. to brands for designers or parties for designers. Yeah. And I feel like literally no one gave a shit because I don't have a lot of followers. Yeah. Oh, no. There's so many times where I've went to influencer events and you have like the kind of groupie plus size girls who are just there for the experience. They want to get all the selfies with all the, the mm-hmm. big names uh, who are like fangirling stuff over you. You have like your mid tier influencers who are kind of like, okay, they're a little humble, but you know, they mm-hmm. still like to keep to mm-hmm. themselves and their click. Uh, and then the ones also like in the middle who are like really cool, who are like everybody's their friend. Yeah. Uh, and I think I can name, I think three influencers that I think are very um, real and genuine. And the first one is definitely Essie. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my fellow Leo uh, sister and who's been in literally I followed Essie and she's also in my memoir because like she has made such an impact on, on me uh, back in the day when she was on Tumblr I saw her picture and I was like that's what I want to do like mm-hmm. that I want to be like Essie I love that um, and so like I've met her we haven't hung out like in depth but like she uh, is so supportive has always supported my career um, stuff like that and she's just a real ass bitch and that's on period mm-hmm. uh, the other one is Coursera yeah. from <laughs> Curly, yeah. uh, who also has been super nice to me when I first moved mm-hmm. here uh, she, we went out and she taught me some how to edit pictures and stuff like that mm-hmm. I still remember that type of shit uh, and then Kelly um, Kelly B mm-hmm. from LA mm-hmm. or she's, well, she, I don't know where she's from but I know she lives in Cali right now right yes yes Kelly, uh, Kelly, Kelly B Kelly yeah, B yeah. yeah Kelly B who's um, fucking iconic and has been in the game for a be like a long time yes, yes, and it's yes. so fresh and so cool and, and so unapologetic and so I think those are the only three that I like honestly say that I would say follow these people I fuck with them uh, who are like I think like OGs like for the other like smaller influencer stuff like that I have of course girls that I follow who mm-hmm. you know kind of just like you know just like mid-tier just like living their life but I've literally I think I'm following like every like other major influencer because I'm just like fuck you bitch yeah and <laughs> It's funny because the three people you named specifically have also been kind to me and nice to me, you know, whether it's on social media or in person. Mm -hmm. Curvily, again, Sarah, she was one of the first people that was truly, like, tried to talk to me at events Mm -hmm. and was very friendly. And um, and Essie, like, always is, like, posting my sneaker stuff. You can follow her sneaker page, Thick Laces. (laughs) Uh, Not sponsored. (laughs) Not not sponsored. Unless unless you want to. Yeah, unless you want to, girl. Hey, no, but, uh, it's a startup podcast. Yes. We need money. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, but no, it's it's funny. The same people you name are the same people who were nice to me. I've only met Kelly B like once. But yeah, like it's it's funny because it's such a clear distinction between people who will literally ignore you mm-hmm. and like act like you're not shit and mm-hmm. people who are genuinely kind. So you got to yeah. find those genuinely kind exactly. people. <laughs> and, and, like I don't want people to think like, oh, like. Leah V and Kay uh, are trying to be thirsty for friendships. It no, has nothing to no. do with us being thirsty because, bitch, I have enough friends. No. So I really don't need no extra bitches, honestly. Like, I just was trying to be nice. Uh, but no, it's not like I wasn't, I, I, I was looking for a, a, a plus size community mm-hmm. of, of women who understood what it's like to uh, be fat shamed on a date or told mm-hmm. that you're only uh, a fuck. Or, or, like, you're only good enough to be, uh, you know, objectified and you're objects for men. You go to uh, a doctor's office to get a, for a gynecology exam and tell you, would you like to uh, get gastric bypass surgery when, when I just want my coochie checked out? I just want my coochie checked out, right. okay? That's it. I'm not trying to get weight loss surgery. And right. so, like, only plus-size women can empathize and understand that 
uh, struggle. And so I just wanted a community because I know the power of community, right? When right. black people mobilize, shit gets done. When queer people mobilize, shit gets done. And so that's what I wanted for the plus size community as well. And I just didn't get it. Uh, but I will say that along this journey, um, I have met some amazing plus size women. Some are just uh, plus size admirers and some are uh, just like low key about it and just do it because they love to do it and don't want any of the fucking fame that comes with it or the, or the ridiculous uh, consumerist gigs that we get. Mm -hmm. um, they really are just in it because they, they want to see fat people thrive. And so that's what I want. So I'm no longer like in it and trying to go to go to shows and stuff and like bitch I know I look good <laughs> period I don't need to go to an event to, to to get the pictures in the press I've gotten them already okay google it and so I just you know I just I want a community and I, and I still hope that the new girlies mm -hmm. who are not tired and old like me um can 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 mobilize and, and really make a difference so that's my little two theme yeah <laughs> no, I, I love um so yeah this is uh, another question which I think is going to be a really good conversation uh so influencers who are on hush mode when it comes to the real issues honey what does um when does a person have a duty to speak up and when I mean person I mean influencers mm -hmm. um yeah yeah no no it's such an important question and um I feel like when a lot of influencers get to a certain level of big or, or not, even if they're not there yet but they're trying to be you kind of start catering to brands and not wanting to say things that will like prevent you from getting brand deals mm. uh, <laughs> so and I feel like with that comes a lot of not wanting to be controversial um and so you said it not me <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I feel like and it, even as someone who is a baby micro influencer like I have you know had moments where I'm like okay I'm going to fashion shows and we've talked about this a lot um you know outside of the podcast but I go to fashion shows I've been going to fashion week for years again I'm a journalist so part of it you know just comes with a job but um at some point I was like I'm going to so many shows and there's like no plus size models like there was a period of time where there was a little bit of you know a little bit more diversity but we kind of really backslid this last two years mm -hmm. I'd say yeah um so uh I got to the point where the last well, technically in February, I did not go. We were in Mexico together. Yes. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. And then before that, the couple fashion weeks before that, that I did attend, um, I decided to be more outspoken on um, Instagram. I was like, okay, these are the shows that did not have no plus size models. Mm -hmm. um, this brand treated me wrong uh, at an event and their PR people reached out to me immediately. <laughs> as, as they should. Yes, as they but, should. Yes, but so um, I... You know, I understand, I'm not saying I agree, but I understand that pressure of when you're like, oh, I'm trying to grow, I'm trying to get paid, like, mm -hmm. I don't want to make waves. But then you also have to, uh, my personal opinion is you have to kind of think about the message you're putting out there mm -hmm. and what your, like, what do you want to stand for? Like, do you want to just be a page that just churns out brands, mm -hmm. con branded content? Or do you want to have like a real message and like really make people feel included and give people realistic expectations of, you know, like what are these brands actually like? What are they actually offering people? Um, are they really treating people well? Usually not. Uh <laughs> I didn't say it. <laughs> I, I haven't said anything this entire time. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes. So I think uh, it kind of depends. If you really are someone who you're just like, eh, I don't really need to stand for anything. Mm. <laughs> uh, then, uh, I mean, that's your prerogative. But also, if you want, like, being an influencer means you're influencing people. And, mm-hmm. like, you're building, like, your point of being an influencer is really building a community. And, um in some way, like being a representative of whatever you know your that community is, yeah. um, and so I think it is important to stand for something, and you know, again, like, <laughs> uh, again, it's definitely catch twenty two, right? It is, it is, and like I, I also just do sympathize with the fact people want to get paid. They like sure. you know they they as being an influencer like there's less and less brand deals out there right now. I feel like so. I understand, but I don't know. I also feel like when you do build a big community, you have some kind of responsibility to keep it real with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, what are your okay. thoughts on that? I mean, so a lot of things were popping up as you were talking, and I don't think uh, we have enough time to really get into that. I think that should be an episode in itself because mm-hmm. there's so much that I've experienced. Uh, so so I will start with this one story uh, just like really briefly. So I was on set of uh, <laughs> Tord. And one, we were talking, of course, like, again, I'm the shortest, fattest model and the only mm-hmm. modest Muslim model on set. Uh, so there's already that type of uh, thing going on, right? That type of uh, kind of divide, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And uh, that I felt. And no, it was true. Um, and so we were talking about activism and, and, you know, I like to ask the tough questions because these are models that don't really do a lot of activism. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. a lot of plus size models don't do activism. They are only pretty faces and they are right. bodies. Uh, and I'm sorry to anyone that upsets, that's too bad, but you are. Um, especially the top tier ones. They don't be talking about shit. Mm-hmm. They really don't. They really and don't. you guys can Google that if you want to see if I am lying. Because if I'm a liar, then <laughs> it is what it is. But uh, they don't be talking about shit. They just are getting the fame and the fortune and they are being accepted by straight sides, important straight sides people with money. And now they think they are top tier and that they no longer have to speak about anything else. So me and this, uh, you know, she, I think she wasn't, you know, because Tori uses little people. Um, <laughs> Or small body people. Uh, we were talking. And it was me and I think two or three, two white models, and we were talking about activism and stuff like that. And I was telling them a little about about what what I do. And then one of the models said, she was just like, "Yeah, I mean, I used to do like activism. I used to speak about that, um, but now not so much. Like you know." And then another white model was just like, "Yeah, I just you know, it's just so tiring, you know, to all you talking about." <laughs> It's just so tiring talking about, like, that all the time and stuff like that. Like, I just want to come on set and model, you know, and then go home. Ah, don't we fucking know it's tiring when you live the shit. Okay. So, 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 you already, so you already know me. I'm just like. So I can't really be too combative because I'm on set to do right, a job. Right, 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 right. So I don't want to be too combative with these girls, but it just pissed me off so fucking bad that you two very privileged white bitches who are basically straight size, uh, disguised as fat people, uh, that you guys have the fucking luxury to be so tired. Oh, I'm so, so tired. tired. I just can't talk about activism. I'm just so tired oh, to be an so activist. Insane. 
And I'm just like, you two privileged bitches. And I wanted to go off with them so bad, but I had to go model uh, and make my money. And so, but like, it, it just, it, it hurt my feelings that like they have the opportunity mm-hmm. to even have that fucking choice yep. when they're black yep. women, queer women, uh, trans people, Muslim people, all different types of marginalized people are unable to have that. I'm just going to step away from it and just make my money. Like, I, I don't think as like a fat black Muslim former influencer, um, <laughs> I, I just, I don't feel like I ever had that choice. Mm-hmm. Like my whole body was always an act of rebellion. My whole body was always activism even before I fucking knew it. And so I never had that option to take a step back. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and And so, like, uh, another example really quick, because we're going to get into New York Fashion Week in the next episode. Mm-hmm. Um, just, like, briefly to go over New York Fashion Week. So I boycotted New York Fashion Week mm-hmm. um, last year. And I did a whole video. It was so extra. I dressed up as, like, a goth bitch. Well, you dressed right. up like a goth bitch, too. Indeed. Uh, <laughs> and I made a sign that said, fuck New York Fashion Week. And uh, it went semi-viral. It had, like, I think half a million views mm-hmm. or... Something like that. It had a lot of views. And I'm just like, man, basically like, fuck New York Fashion Week. I, I held the sign in front of the New York Fashion Week um, uh, photographers. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, they, they, were, they were either like interested or they were like, no, fuck that bitch. How dare she say that about New York Fashion Week? And I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Because like until you guys start having realistic bodies, uh, include them not just behind the scenes second row from celebrities yep. when you have them actually like the stylist and the makeup artists and the hair people and the models on set uh, the photographers until you like get that inclusivity in this mm-hmm. fuck you and that's that's that on that's that on that but I found it interesting when I boycotted it there's certain influencers who are very large they've been in the game for a long time a lot of followers they uh, wanted to comment on my video mm-hmm. not make their own and I'm like, bitch, um, but wait, wait one second, because I just seen you at the show. Yeah. You was you was posting at the you was posting at the show in the third row. So I'm trying to figure out, so now you wanna be performative. Mm-hmm. Because I've said something now, I've opened the can of worms, because you know mm-hmm. that's what I do. Yes. Uh, I like confrontation. <laughs> I like confrontation. I love it. I welcome it. And so now you wanna come on my side and talk about, yes, girl. Boycott New York Fashion Week. Yeah. <laughs> Solidarity. <laughs> Bitch, hop off my status. Hop off this picture because you're so fake. You don't care about anything. You just want to fucking get invited to the show and sit in the third row. So sit in your third row and mm-hmm. keep your mouth closed. Don't Ooh. don't say nothing about yes, girl, go, girl. We're support. You're not supporting shit. You're yeah. performative. You're performative, performative activist. Yep. Go have a seat and use your little hashtag Black Lives Matter when you don't even donate, you don't even volunteer, you don't do anything, you don't care about anybody but yourself and sitting in the third row. Sorry. No, that was needed. That was needed. And like, again, I, I won't go more into Fashion Week because we'll talk about that yeah. in the next episode. But uh, I love that you brought race into this because my mind, you know, it, it didn't even go there at first, but there's so many white influencers mm-hmm. that put those fucking black boxes on their Instagrams in Girl. 2020 and like just literally forgot black people exist yep. immediately after. <laughs> They're like black people who? <laughs> yeah, so no. Race There's like New Year who this? Well. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was, that was a very important yes, point that I'm it. glad you brought up. But, no problem. Um, but back to the brand side, uh, what brands are using performative brand diversity? Great that you asked. <laughs> <laughs> no, so we're gonna just just gonna go briefly over this because I just want to call out some bitches because people want to know about Torrid, right? Yeah. I think that's what I added that in. I'm a I'm a messy bitch, uh, and so I think I'm gonna also do like uh, a separate thing because I feel like there's so many levels and layers to me working with Torrid. Uh, I will say briefly that I appreciate them. 
uh, allowing me as being the shortest, uh, fattest, most Muslim model to grace their campaigns. I will never um, take that away from them that mm -hmm. they did that because they definitely didn't have to do that. They didn't have to use a, a fat black Muslim divorced girl from Detroit uh, at all. And this was like mid middle of my career. So I wasn't really, I was doing stuff, but not to that level. And everybody knows Tord, right? Everybody right. knows Tord. I will also say they have some amazing jeans. Like the denim is like A1. For me, for me. Mm -hmm. Hey, hey, listen, hey, listen. It is what it is. Jeans is jeans. <laughs> when you're fat, you gotta get it where you get it, oh, okay? Yes, yes. But I'll also say that the fact that they have not used me in over a year uh, due to, I think the CEO changed. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think it's it's no longer, um, I can't remember her name right now, but yeah, the CEO was was a woman of color uh, and now is a white man ah. and so you know when that happens you know white men they don't give a fuck about uh, none of that but but money nope. um, and so that happened and they haven't used me for over a year and so when I was modeling for Tord everybody would like be tagging me like oh I see you in a Tord magazine or I see you in a Tord commercial and now it kind of went ghost and it kind of hurt my feelings for a second because I'm like well damn like you guys were like using me you know, once a month and stuff like that. Of course, they would never give me as much work as Sabria mm -hmm. or Denise Badeau, mm -hmm. but you know, they would have me fly out for a day, maybe two, when everybody else got five or six days and you know, made bank. Mm -hmm. And I was the only one who had you know, working one day, two days, you know, but I was okay with the scraps because, mm -hmm. again, as someone who looks like me, you can't expect to get a Sabria level, you know, campaign, you can't expect to get a Denise Badeau level campaign or um, a couple other people I can't think of the names right now. Right. Um, but like, it was crazy because I I was just honored to be there but then I started to be behind the scenes and see like how it actually worked and I'm like this is very interesting mm -hmm. I will say that they definitely use very small models mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. it's actually really disgusting as a plus size brand, like not even a size of yeah. brand, a plus size mm -hmm. brand. <laughs> yeah, it's very like I would be watching some of the girls get fitted, and I would see them like literally take like make items their smallest item smaller to fit a certain model. I'm not gonna say the name because I don't want to mess up her bag, but because uh, that's one thing I don't do. I'm a messy bitch, but I go mess up a bitch's bag. Right. Okay. Remember that. We so, respect the bag. We respect the bag. <laughs> so I don't want to mess up her bag. I don't. You know. I'm sure she's. She'll be fine. Because mm -hmm. this is like no one. It's gonna be 10 people listening to this, so it's fine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I saw them like literally take in the smallest, which is a size zero, take it in even smaller than that to fit a model uh, several times actually. Wow. And so there's a lot more tour stories now, but I know a lot of people are were dying for me to talk about Tord and the only reason that um, I'm talking about them now is because I feel like they betrayed me a little bit yeah. like not using me for any of the campaigns because like I definitely could have used the money because the mm -hmm. bitch has been struggling and you know for them to like have me work like you know pretty frequently to just not work working with me at all um, I was just like damn like that was kind of a stab in the back and I think at that moment I was like yeah maybe the modeling industry just doesn't want you no more like maybe you've expired you know your time and you had your time and you're older now you've gained weight because covid so maybe you know I thought I was, oh because I'm fatter than other models I started to blame myself mm -hmm. so um, I'm gonna um, add Tori to the performative uh, mm -hmm. uh, list as well as Eloquy their models are very very thin um, now, Eloquy got some good ass clothes on. I can lie. Now, wait a minute. Now, wait, wait. Oh, yeah, Eloquy, yeah. hey, uh, send me some shit. Right. But I'm just saying, your models are too skinny. Uh, they're also yes. very light, yes. very light skinned. Uh, they use a lot of white models as well. Um, so, th those are the top two because I've worked with them personally. Mm -hmm. um, and then I'm sure they'll black, I mean, they already probably blackballed me because they haven't like, called. <laughs> so, I don't really care about being blackballed. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm moving industries anyway, so I don't give a fuck. Uh, so, yeah, what about yeah. you? Any performative uh, brands? Yeah, no, I mean, I'm really glad you brought up all those like sizing issues with actual plus size brands. Like, that's just mind blowing. Not shocking, but like, no, and, yeah. you know, it just is what it is. Um, 
Uh, I, I feel like the ones that I'm thinking of are just so obvious, like Fashion Nova. Y'all will never see, <laughs> y'all will never see an actual, real, never. normal looking, uh, normal is a bad word, but like a, a plus size woman who is actually plus size. No, you'll never see that. Um, Fashion Nova and, and yeah. no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like they just have the very perfect particular hourglass, well, quote unquote perfect, hourglass yeah. figure that looks just like the straight size model, but yeah, like a little bit rounder. slightly, slightly <laughs> It's a little bit rounder. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, I feel like uh, they're barely performative because I feel like they know what they are. <laughs> right. Uh, Fashion Nova never said they didn't fuck. Yeah, they never Fashion Nova said, take this dress, take yeah. this thought dress yeah. that yeah. Uh, Kylie Jenner was wearing and yeah. call it a motherfucking day. <laughs> period, period, period. Yes, I feel like, uh, but I do love that you were talking about plus size brands specifically because it's just wild to me that like they should be the most inclusive one. Absolutely not. They're supposed to be they made said, for they us. They said fuck you fat bitches. Yes. And bodies and body skulls on his t-shirt. <laughs> yes, no. And I feel like when I'm thinking about brands that actually do a good job, it's just so few. Like yeah. um the only one that really comes to mind is Universal Standard, which is a smaller brand. And I feel like they have actual different bodies on their website. They, I will give them that. Their clothes are boring as fuck, but I will. <laughs> <laughs> for me. For me. I don't know why. Hey. It's, it's like basic. I don't know, know everybody neutrals. else, but they're boring as fuck. Um, other than that, uh, yeah, I love their body diversity, though. Their models. Yeah, their body diversity, their models. They have like a range of skin tones. Although you know, they are problematic that. in another way that somebody Ooh. told me like a long time ago. Ooh. But I'll say that for another, another okay. episode. I don't know about that. So we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll be tuning in <laughs> in the future. More tea. Listen, yes, I know yes, so yes. much about the industry. I just choose not to say anything because like I'm busy. Yeah, true. But if I want to yes. shit talk every mm-hmm. model that I know, every influencer, every person, like I'd have like oh, years. endless. I've endless. had endless content. I just yes. pick and choose so I, I like to be messy in a way that's educational mm-hmm. if that makes sense mm-hmm. I want people yeah. to be very informed about what they're doing and what they're seeing and who their faves are I want people to be educated in these ways because mm-hmm. oftentimes these conversations are not had because people are scared of repercussions uh, their bag and stuff like that so I just want to make sure uh, we have having real discussions and conversations on uh, for us and the 10 people that are me listening <laughs> yes. uh, to this. So thank you for we the 10 y'all. people who are listening. <laughs> so we're going to wrap up. This was so great was and great. we're making it right in our time. Uh, but I do want to, I was supposed to ask you this originally. Uh, it's the curveball question, Ooh. the icebreaker question that I totally fucking forgot to ask you. Uh, I asked Anuli as well. Um, so are you ready? Yes. Okay, so what would you rate your coochie? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's great. Um, I give my girl. Mm-hmm. Your girl? <laughs> Y2K. I give my girl a nine. All right. Oh, she cocky. Uh, yes. And the reason okay. I say, oh, <laughs> the reason I say nine is because um, I feel like a 10, like, I don't know what a 10 pussy is like. I feel mm-hmm. like, you know, that's, that's top tier. That's like top, top tier. I feel like that's Rihanna Coochie. Um, yeah, that's probably like Rihanna like, I feel Coochie. Like Rihanna Coochie yeah. is a 10. I agree. I feel like that's like Rihanna Coochie. So it's like, I don't want to like be like, oh, I have Rihanna Coochie. But, <laughs> but in the spirit of body positivity, uh-huh. you got to appreciate what God gave you. Okay. <laughs> okay, so, preach. Yes. Okay, so, preach. <laughs> So even if my girl is not, you know, in everyone else's book a nine, in my book, she a nine. And that's on period. That's on period. (laughs) Well, on that note, thank you so much for coming. And we're going to uh, get ready to shoot another episode. Thank you. See you later.